Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again today for another episode where we're going to talk about organizing a little reading nook. Now, not only do I want to talk about it being a reading nook, but truly it can be any sort of nook that you would like. So even if you are not an avid reader and have books abounding, we are still going to talk about how basically to give you a little mom space of your own or give your kiddos a little kid reading space of their own. And it's also going to take on a couple of other forms, which I'll talk about soon. Again, if maybe reading books is not what your aim is, but just having a little space specifically designated for relaxing, for possibly learning about new information, however that media is going to be, if it's going to look like a hardcover book, if it's going to look like a picture book, if it's going to look like an audio book, if it's going to look like reading something on your Kindle or even just, you know, scrolling through old photographs and getting those organized and you just want like a sweet little space to do it while you're sipping some coffee that could potentially be spiked with something else. You know, whatever you would like to do, I am here to talk about how to get that space organized for you. All right. So first I'm going to state the obvious because I love a good purge. The first thing you want to do is clear out whatever this corner is or this area is in your home with any clutter or anything that's not serving you. And so I always like to say your clutter might actually be 
expensive and nice and beautiful and really awesome. But if it's not getting used or if it's not serving you, then it tends to take on that clutter title instead of, oh, this is my lovely, whatever, bookshelf or reading nook area or, you know, what, whatever it is, whatever it maybe once was, if those things start to take over and you are finding that things are in that space that don't have a function. And sometimes a function is just that it looks beautiful. You know, maybe you want to have a candle that kind of sets a little mood lighting that has a function. So that's okay. Certainly if there's something in that space that is actually functional, like maybe you're sitting in a chair, that's functional. If you have a little side table or a little rolling cart or something like that, perfect. That's totally fine. As long as whatever is in this area that you have in your mind, make sure that it is properly serving you in either form or function, meaning like it could be pretty and aesthetically pleasing, or it could have an actual function. And I do love it when those two worlds collide and whatever this functionable material thing is, it's also beautiful to look at as well. So that's what we're going for today. So if you have a space in your home that is either cluttered, like let's be honest, sometimes there's kind of that dumping ground. There can be a chair where maybe it's instead of holding a body that wants to sit down and relax in it, it holds clean laundry, perhaps dirty laundry. Girl, you got to tell some people to get that stuff to the laundry room if that's the case, okay? We don't want any dirty laundry hanging around. Yuck. We can do better. That's what my Isabel says. If ever we go shopping and I see something and I ask her opinion, if she's not a big fan, she'll say, we can do better. I think we could do better, mom. So yeah, if you guys have a chair or a little ottoman or a corner that dirty laundry is piling up, girl, we can do better. And maybe I'm talking to your family too. All right. Shoot them this episode and say, listen to this page says we can do better. We're going to clear out that nook for you, that corner for you, or that area for you. We are going to make it lovely and we're going to make it serve you better. Okay. So obviously purging the clutter, obviously getting anything in that space that doesn't make sense out of there. And if you have any trouble with that, which I totally understand, sometimes we do, depending on what it is that is living that space. Always, I say people go back to episode seven, the essential purge, because that's going to talk not only about how you can uh, get rid of some of those things that maybe you're holding on to for whatever reason, sentimental value, maybe because you think, oh, one day I might use it, or maybe have a kiddo that has hand-me-downs and you need them to, you need to hang on to those because they're going to go to your next child or something like that. I get it, but I talk in that episode about just getting 1% more organized, shooting for 1% more organization in your home on the daily, and it'll start to snowball and it'll start to become lots more organized. And I, I definitely tell you step-by-step kind of how to do that. So it's a little bit simpler. So once you've gotten your area, your designated area that you think, I'd like to have a little reading nook there, or like I said, you know, online reading little iPad time, whatever it is you need in that area. Once you've got that area specifically in mind, designated in your mind for what you would like to see happening, and we clear the clutter, 
It's time to obviously donate anything that you're not using. If it can go to someone else, a great charity, a good cause, your BFF, maybe it's time to go drop that in the mail to them or drop it off to them personally after carpool drop off, you know, maybe it's time for you to do a yard sale. If you'd like and you're interested in doing that, you can go to episode 22 and that one's called the successful yard sale. And that one is going to show you all how you could do, you know, the yard sale in three simple steps. Very easy peasy. Get a little ROI for whatever it is that you're getting out of that space to make room for your magical reading nook. Next, you're going to want to put in the proper organization bins. Maybe if we're talking about actual books and we've got physical books, I would like to suggest that you not only have those books be obviously whatever you want to read. Now, this could be kid appropriate or this could be adult appropriate. But I would also like to suggest that we kind of pretty it up a little bit. So if you're thinking about having a bookshelf, something that you're mounting on the wall, if you're going to have some floating shelves or if you want to have a freestanding bookcase or if you'd like to have, I have this really cute little thing. And actually it was hand-me-down from my sweet friend, Julia. Back in the day, she and I, she was one of my first uh, roommates when I first moved to California. So Julia had this cute little corner unit and it was a three-tiered white painted corner unit. And I used that after she was done with it. I used that for my bookshelf. I used it for, you know, long before I had kiddos, whenever I moved on to the next place. And I used it for just some cute little sitting around things. You know, maybe I'd have a plant on top. Maybe I'd have a little candle. I used it to hold some picture frames. And then when the kiddos came along, first it was Isabel's and that had her books. And now it's in my Duke's room in our, our new house. It's actually in his closet. He has a larger closet, not a walk-in, but it's got the two double doors that slide, you know? So in one little corner, I actually have that bookshelf that has totally held up over the years. Thanks, Jules. I love it. And now it has his little board books and then some down on the bottom. He's starting to get into reading some of those chapter books. Hey, by the way, moms, I would love if you guys ever want to shoot me an email or message me and let me know if you guys have any great book series that you guys are loving. So I have a fourth grader and I have a kindergartner. So I am always open to hearing about new book series for the kids. And for me, as much as I love the opportunity to read a book, I really enjoy listening to books on audio and I tend to listen to books in the car. And of course, you know, girls got to listen to podcasts too. So if you are actually a person who like me enjoys listening to your books on some sort of audio version, then this is a great place to have that maybe is just for relaxing. And perhaps you do want to have some pretty things sitting around, maybe have a little side table, a comfy chair. Maybe you want to have a little basket that has a blanket in it, soft, cozy blanket. And again, you could still have that cute little small, you know, corner shelf that we have, or maybe you want to have a taller bookshelf situation going on. And that just ends up being something that you have decorative books or perhaps some of your old favorites that you did use in the past. So definitely organizing that space and making room for things to breathe. Do you know what I mean by that? So you know, oftentimes we can see, and it, it actually is quite visually appealing if you can do it the right way to have all different colored books and all different size books and lined up together. And that can be a really cool 
almost like an architectural design and have that be something on purpose that you've styled that shelf in that way to have a ton of books, especially if that's something, if you are a book lover, like my dear friend, Jessica Killingly, and maybe that is something that you want to have in your space because you love books. That is like your jam. And so maybe for you, you do want to have all mismatched colors and all different sizes and whatever, and have that be a sort of eclectic design. Totally fine. I would just suggest making sure that the things around it, so like perhaps your chair is going to be a neutral color, or maybe if your chair is a pattern chair that you're going to have a solid color pillow in front of it, just to make that the star of the show, just to make your gorgeous bookshelf, the star of the show. And that's going to be the place that you go and you cozy up and you read all those amazing books. Okay. If you don't have such a huge book collection because you are an audiobook lover and you just want to make this look very serene and very beautiful, again, I would suggest maybe don't have a ton, like every single, you know, your child's school pictures on every shelf or, you know, every wedding you've attended or something like that, because perhaps it's time for you to have a great gallery wall of photos, if that is the case, or perhaps have an awesome flip through photo album that's going to sit on those shelves that you can go through and see all those pictures. Because again, you want this to be a nice, serene, welcoming space and not something is that's going to have your brain on overload. Because if your brain is on overload, it's a little bit hard sometimes to relax into that lovely little reading nook corner you've got going on. Additionally, if this is a space that maybe doesn't call for a big bookshelf, maybe doesn't call for lots of different things in your space, but it's a really tiny place. For example, my Duke in his new bedroom, I've talked about this on past episodes that we got him this really cool loft bed. And the whole point of that was really to maximize the vertical space in his room. He's got very tall ceilings in his room, but it's not really the biggest room. And he's got his dresser in there. And then he's got a little soft, cozy bench. That's a uh, doubles as some storage for his larger toys. So we can have those out of the way. So out of sight, out of mind when it's time to go to bed, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to make sure that we got him the loft bed so that underneath we could create the sweet little reading nook for him. Now there is a little nightstand under there. I've mentioned this before too, on the past episodes, when I talk about his bedroom and I did create a little area that he could play with his Legos if he wanted to, but these are not Legos that are spilling out all over the place. He has like a couple of his favorite Lego, small Lego creations that sit on top. And then underneath is one small, very clean looking basket. And that's got all of his individual Legos. So it's simple. It's very clean. It's not big and distracting. Then he also has a little book basket. So we obviously, we did not put book shelves in, in this little reading nook area space for him. He has one little fabric, navy and white patterned basket that has his books. Inside of there, there's organization in just what type of book they are. So he does have some larger picture books. Those sit toward the back. They all stand upright so we can tell. We just flip right through and we can see what the books are. They don't get tossed in all willy-nilly. So make sure if you are implementing this where there's a basket, if you find that your child is so young that 
it's going to just be easier for them to kind of toss the book in that that's okay. If they're that young, that's totally fine. And a lot of times that's when mom and dad are reading to them too. They're not reading themselves. And so that's okay. But I would just suggest that as they get a little bit older, let's say, okay, this is where your small board books are going to go next. This is where your thin little readers. Do you guys know those, the, like the starting readers, the level one uh, Duke has several of those. A lot of the ones he has right now are like Splat the cat and, or no, is it Pete the cat and Splat the, I feel like they're both cats. What are they guys? And then there's a shark one too. That's those series. And then there's also the cars series. So this is like the Disney movie cars. He has those in the first reader. He does have some Spider-Man books, but guys, listen, our world is changing. Apparently Spider-Man is out now. Batman is in. So if you have some superhero books, just, you know, obviously make sure that you've got those in their proper place as well. So the idea again is just to have a little bit of organization within that. And it just gives something to your kiddos to make sure that they're, you know, they have a little responsibility in putting things back, but it, again, it keeps it from looking cluttered. And obviously it's very convenient whenever you go to start to pull something out. So whenever you're looking for a particular book, if you know that that book is either a board book or a chapter book or an early reader book, then obviously you're going to know, oh, it's in this little section and you pull that out and you grab it and you're not hunting, 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 especially by the way, if it's like bedtime, you know, and it's like, you got to get that one quick book in so that you can say, okay, we read tonight. And then <laughs> the kid, the kid has to go to sleep after that. So definitely make sure that whatever your book situation is currently, and this may change, you know, as the kids get older, obviously as new technology is introduced, there's always going to be new ways of us designing and organizing this space because perhaps this is a place that you maybe need to have an outlet and you need to have a charger. And so you can plug in your Kindle or your tablet or whatever it is you're reading your books on. Perhaps this is a place that you would like to have a little basket of technology that includes the charger, maybe some headphones or some cordless earbuds. If that's something that you're wanting to listen to an audio book in that area again and have maybe a little side table next to your chair so you can sip your yummy drink or have a little snack there while you kind of zone out and enjoy the words that are being read to you. So whatever your situation is, I just highly encourage that you get the right organization bins to put in place, leaving room for some things to breathe. If you have the opportunity to put, whether it's a faux plant or a real plant, put some kind of greenery in there. Obviously, if it's real, you're going to get the benefits of that oxygen. So throw a real one up there if you can. These are really cute. If you put one up that even drapes over the pot so it can drape down over you know, a cool bookshelf that looks really neat. Again, maybe whenever you're styling it with other things, you want to pick like a favorite memory and you want to put a picture of that. Click a black and white filter and make that again, just like a very serene moment. Or perhaps you're the colorful girl and you want it to be a bright, bold, beautiful focal point on your bookshelf. Do that too, but style this space so that you really are actually called to this space you're going to stop what you're doing in your busy life and you're going to go sit down and you're going to enjoy a good book, whatever that looks like or sounds like. So I hope that these are great options that you're going to implement in your home. Let me know, send me pictures. I always love seeing what other people are doing in their space to organize and style. In this case, your little reading nook. So hopefully you guys enjoyed these ideas and I will talk to you next week for more organization motivation 
Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.